Do you smell what the rock is cooking? Tree Hill Heel Wrestling mm. Federation Podcast Brothers and Sisters. God damn rights. It's episode 34 between the New World Order and Randomness for Life, brother. For life. You're weird. Dude. No, I just watch a shit ton of wrestling and I, I probably know you do. I, and not just like You're a mega nerd. Oh, I absolute fucking super nerd when it comes to wrestling. I've literally watched wrestling since I've been about three, four years old. And I've been watching it pretty <laughs> steadily since then. And I had some time where I was off. Because like, you were watching UFC? Ugh, don't remind me. <laughs> I got into like actual fighting for a while. And it was actually pretty cool because they had some cool fighters like George St. Pierre and Chuck Liddell and Randy Couture. Feel few good guys and then uh ufc got a little bit too big and they started to get too many divisions and fighters and blah 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 and i got bored of it and it was lame and we later found out that ufc is probably more fake than wrestling so <laughs> uh so yeah uh i was off of wwe for probably 2003 to about 2009 so like a good six seven year period where I still kind of... I can barely believe that. I know. It was... During that time, though, like, all the big stars that I appreciated were kind of gone by then. Like, Stone Cold was, wasn't there as a wrestler anymore. The Rock was doing his movie stuff. Uh, Triple H was there. Undertaker was there, but not as much as he used to. You know, a lot of those guys. Mankind was gone. You know, so a lot of the favorites, Bret Hart, Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels is in and out. And... You know, it it just wasn't the same for me, and I didn't appreciate it as much. And I didn't really have a lot of friends by that point who still like were huge fans. I had a couple here and there, obviously Justin, but overall, I just kind of grew out of it for six or seven years. But when uh, I had Layla, and when she was starting to grow up, she liked wrestling, so that's something that we kind of both got back into together, and it reinvigorated my fire to be a wrestling fan. And I never stopped liking wrestling; I just stopped watching wrestling weekly. Wow! Yeah, you know what? 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 Hardcore wrestling fans what? that watch it weekly since they were three years old yeah. basically they're yeah. gonna be like wow this guy's such a poser oh, please dude. <laughs> i challenge anybody who listens to this podcast to match wits about wrestling with me dude okay remember when uh you got a wrestling trivia book and i probably answered the first how many questions correctly that you, you had asked this book me? Yeah, I had it, but I never looked at it. I think uh-huh. Adam gave it to me or something, and I had never looked at it. And I just gave it to you and just like, okay, start asking me questions. You went through, and it was like half the book, and I answered everything right. No, there was a few things you got wrong. But for the most part, I knocked it out of the park with almost all of it. 
Let's see you do that with a One Tree Hill book, a trivia book, dude. Good if fucking it's like, luck. If it's something where I have like four options, like multiple no, choice. No, no, multiple choice. If I have multiple choice or true or false, I could do it. I just can't think like my brain does not work that way. You are a I'm a trivia brain. Weirdo. I'm a trivia brain. You know why? Because my dad is a trivia brain. My dad is the kind of guy who would watch Jeopardy and get like ninety percent of the questions right. He's insane. He's very intelligent. So that kind of rubbed off on me. But I use it for wrestling and music and hockey and football and video games. Yeah, I remember that time we went through Stanley Cup winners and who like the winners faced yes. for the finals. Yes. And you like named right through till almost nineteen sixty seven. Yeah. Nineteen sixty seven. Yeah. It was That's fucking wild. The extent of my Stanley Cup winning knowledge goes back to nineteen sixty seven when the Toronto Maple Leafs won in nineteen sixty seven. Which is well before you were born. Yeah. 20 plus years before I was born. So that, how that's fuck? what books are for, dude. <laughs> but like, it's so weird to me that you would want to know that. Like, I, I don't give a shit. Dude, I was a nerd in high school, so I nerded out and I learned about so yeah, much. Yeah, you were on things. the chess club. Yeah, I was a captain of the chess club. <laughs> fucking, fucking nerd. Fucking rants it was. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah, chess club. Sean Harris here, the captain of the chess club. And I am Aaron Kosker. Captain of the emo club. Fuck yeah, I am. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, if there was an emo club at school that they just went to the library and, you know, wore... No. We hung Went out. to the smoke pit. Sorry. No. no. Where'd you go? My group of friends, we hung out um, this close to where the guitar room was. There was this little bench area in the hallway and okay. we would hang out there. I hung out on a lot of the benches over the years in middle school and high school myself. Yeah. I just like to sit. We would just sit. We'd have a bunch of us had guitars or whatever. Um, yeah, we'd just chill. So you people wear, knew where to find me. You, were, you had dark hair, long dark hair. You wore makeup. You had like the the eyeliner, and you listened to fucking the used. I had bright pink eyeshadow Ooh. that was like I would do it up to my eyebrows. Mm. Like. My entire eyelid plus. So dark and brooding. And hoodies that were like four times too big for me. Why would you do that? Because then I could fold my legs into them. Wow. And oh. just roll up into a little ball. Okay. Wow. Okay. Fuck off. That's my line. So dark and brooding. Just like The Undertaker, the World Wrestling Federation champion who wears makeup and eyeliner, has long dark hair, and is broody as all fuck. We are starting with the June 2nd, 1997 episode of Raw is War from Huntington, West Virginia, the HWV. And we are here with The Undertaker to start out. And if you are listening to us currently... You know we are Tree Hill Wrestling Federation Podcast, and you can follow us on TikTok and Instagram at treehillwf.podcast and listen in on all the streaming services, including... The most important ones are Spotify, what? Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio. What? Yes, correct. The four main... Four key ones that we get the most listeners from. And yes, we are the podcast, the world's first and only podcast that amalgamates. What do we do? We amalgamate. 
not mix, not emulsify, not conjoin or combine. We fucking I love amalgamate, how you didn't, like, dude. I'm even gonna let you fucking because you know I'm gonna fuck it up. Not gonna let you fuck it up again. So we amalgamate. Because I do it dude. to piss you off. Exactly. And now I'm not gonna let you do it. <laughs> and this is how it goes. A great Billy Talent song. Undertaker is out here. First things first. We found out last week that the Undertaker. Went down on one knee. Did the Undertaker pose to Paul Bear? He proposed. He proposed. Marriage. <laughs> he proposed blackmail, apparently, or accepted blackmail from Paul Bear. And he comes out here with uh, Vince McMahon, and he talks about, well, basically, this, this is blackmail. <laughs> uh, I'm just doing it to protect my loved ones. So... This is why The Undertaker is doing this. He does not want this secret to get out. Do you have any idea what this secret is? No fucking clue, dude. Yeah, dude. Uh, Paul Bear is literally holding the secret over Undertaker's head. I know that all he said was there's three graves. There were three graves. Yeah, not two. Because what originally he said two graves. Like two graves, yeah. his mother and father's graves. But apparently there's a third third grave who is that third grave for no fucking we idea. do not know but paul bear knows and undertaker knows and pb and j is out here right now and he's fucking pissed at the undertaker because undertaker came out here all on his lonesome and paul bear's like how dare you have an interview all by yourself <laughs> you listen to what I say. You uh, do what I tell you to do. Fucker. This motherfucker <laughs> wants to be a star by association. And it's like, you know what? You're a fucking loser. Get out of here. You know what? He basically wants the Undertaker to be his personal instrument of destruction. So the two of them are going to go through the entire roster one by one and destroy everyone and he says without me you're nothing because i am the master and the ruler of the world boom here comes do, stupid do, sid do, 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 do. it's fucking sick he's back six nine now i'm six ten now i'm six eleven i'm the master and the ruler of the world. Oh my god! I like. I was saying. How much the other did you night, pop when Sid came back? I was saying the other <laughs> night that low key I miss him <laughs> because he was so fun to make He's fun of. He was so shit. funny to like just watch and like just all the shit he would say and do, and it's just like, wow, you're crazy, bro. I kind of missed it. Say, and then all of a sudden, he's fucking here. Say what you want about Sid. Honestly, he's entertaining as all fuck. fuck. So, Plus, you know you're going to get gold on the mic when he's talking. Plus, to see him come out and, like, fucking go off on First of all, Batman! Dog shit. <laughs> yeah. You don't rule nothing! So, I guess if he doesn't... He loves doesn't, the double negative. Yeah, so if he doesn't rule nothing, then I guess that does mean he rules something maybe the undertaker he rules dog shit i guess so <laughs> <laughs> but sid uh reason being usually you have kind of that rematch clause when you lose a title so honestly he kind of should have had a rematch against the undertaker for the world title after losing it at wrestlemania 13 but but he when respects he lost him it, he too had much. like 
big respect for Undertaker. Yeah. So he didn't really feel the need, I, I guess. I think he just knew he would get his ass kicked again yeah. and, and probably shit his pants again, too. <laughs> but uh, now he challenges The Undertaker tonight, non-title, albeit, but still, it's the rematch for WrestleMania 13, Undertaker versus Psycho said Battle of the Choke Slams. But then Farouk is out. Oh, fuck Nation off. Nation Farouk. <laughs> there's that drumstick drum again dude uh and he's looking to be the first ever african-american champion world wrestling federation champion that is at the king of the ring when he takes on the undertaker i yeah. just hate this motherfucker so oh, much i'm well aware dude. i <laughs> just can you like shut the fuck up yep he yep. just but who's out but here? here's the thing What's that? About him. What's that? Everyone says that, like, Ahmed's so hard to understand. Mm-hmm. Song and ear so hard to understand. Farouk kind of marble mouth a little bit, too. I can understand more with Farouk. He I just talks. The thing is, is that Farouk He's talks fast. So. He talks faster annoying. and, you know, a little more, a little marble mouth. Ahmed just yells and you can't really under make out too many words. I can make out some things. A little bit, but. Yes, it's fun with Ahmed I really, here. like, try and listen to what he's trying to say. I try to, and then subtitles would honestly help more than anything. Yes, it's fun with Ahmed here on Tree Hill Wrestling Federation Podcast. And the Thonginator they himself. To, they need to change it to fun with Thonginator. Fun with Thonginator part one through four. <laughs> oh, I think that's the third sneeze we got on the podcast. <laughs> Why Good for you, dude. Happen? Good for you, dude. Apparently, that's a thing in pregnancy. Hmm. Really? You're more congested and yeah, you sneeze more that. and shit? I could see that. I've had nosebleeds while I'm pregnant more than any other time. Sure, sure. Fucking sucks. Yep. Fun with Thonginator, parts <laughs> one through four, Tree Hill Wrestling Federation podcast. Make sure you check that out on YouTube. Fun with Ahmed, parts one through four. It's good for a laugh. Ahmed versus Farouk. Out of nowhere, we had their Royal Rumble match. We had their six-man tag at WrestleMania that had the punctured lung and uh, separated shoulder for Farouk. (laughs) And now here we are, and all of a sudden, we have an unannounced Ahmed versus Farouk match on Raw. Amazingly enough, very surprised to see this. And then right away, um, Farouk is getting... (laughs) Getting whipped like a government mule uh, by Ahmed here with the with his yeah he just belt. fucking goes oh nuts. he just goes nuts he goes fucking insane like he just loses his shit I didn't take my Bozak today and he goes fucking insane fuck's <laughs> <laughs> sakes <laughs> and Undertaker comes out later in this match and he goes and fights basically the, the entire nation but Farouk and Ahmed are on the outside and Undertaker whips Farouk into Ahmed and Ahmed goes face first into the steel oh, stairs. He takes it pretty bad painful. too. Yeah, it's pretty ugly looking. Farouk picks him right up, throws him in, and fucking beats. Oh, this Dominator. Dominator loses to Farouk again, the second time in a few weeks. And it's not the Undertaker's fault. He didn't know Ahmed was he there. He had no idea he was right there. But it's just like fuck. Why? I know, dude. 
And insanely enough, Ahmed gets back in the ring, obviously pissed off by losing this match. Yeah. Starts pushing around the Undertaker. He's not too happy. Undertaker turns around and he fucking choke slams the old goozle here to fucking Ahmed and he puts him down. Yeah. He's like, how is Ahmed going to react to this? The world champ just fucking put him down with the choke slam. And choke, uh, honestly, Undertaker, he's not exactly in the right frame of mind right now with everything no. that's going on with him. So you can't really blame the guy too much. But honestly. And he was trying to help in the situation sure, sure. he saw i want to be the shit getting, out of the nation like taken advantage of by these motherfucking idiots <laughs> and he's like yo i'm gonna help a brother out and then he's like fuck that's right i accidentally fucked it up we are the nation Aaron apparently has the drumstick salute when the nation comes out. Uh I got to get that nation theme song there every single time. But interesting tidbit. Ding, ding, ding. Here's a fucking not so well-known fact. The nation rappers, Uh J.C. Ice and Wolfie D. Gone. Gone. (laughs) No longer. You will not see them on WWE TV ever again. Good. Yeah. They probably got they're their finished. asses beat so bad that they're like, we're too scared. We pissed our pants. We were too scared. They literally had one match against <laughs> LOD and now they're gone for Fuckers. good. <laughs> so just like Rocky Maivia's dad, Rocky Johnson, they are no longer. Say, let's have some rest in pieces and some prayers up for JC Ice and Wolfie D. No. The moment of silence, please. No. I say a moment of silence. No. <laughs> <laughs> now, if I could go back in time and have $59.99 plus $11 shipping, I would definitely buy the inflatable King no. of the Ring chairs. <laughs> Those look so comfy, dude. And they have Bro. King of the Ring all over it, and they're like big and Inflatable blue. Inflatable chairs yeah. were not yeah, great. No, not I it. had one, and I it was too. not comfortable. I had a cheap one, but yeah, it was not good at all. Honestly, I had a pretty good one, but yeah. I also used to have an inflatable backpack. An inflatable backpack? It was an orange Why? backpack, <clears throat> and you could actually put stuff in it, and it was clear, so everyone could see your shit in there. That, that's not good People for privacy. People see your iPod classic sitting there. And your tampons. And your, yeah, all your shit. <laughs> and, your pregnancy uh, test. Oh, God. I, no, <laughs> not back then. Um, and yeah, you... Your you enema. Could, what the fuck, bro? You could inflate it. Box of condoms. No. <laughs> but yeah, it was pretty fucking cool. Snake. So I had that, my orange inflatable backpack, and then my purple inflatable chair and ottoman. Wow, are you all about this inflatable? Sh- well, then you should have got the King and of the Ring inflatable fucking chair, no, dude. I also had three inflatable pillows that were like on my bed, two with feathers in them and oh one with the beads. God, dude. The beads that were like styrofoam beads. I, sh- I wish, yeah, I sure hope you had an air pump because that's a lot of shit to blow up. No, nah, I just use my mouth. Yeah, you, you, you <laughs> use that purdy mouth for a lot of things, brother. Fuck Heart off. Foundation are out here, and Bret Hart. Oh, my God, this made me laugh so hard. He's Fuck, on crutches again. He's on again. crutches again. <laughs> <laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> and uh, he talks about, oh, I love this. He starts this promo out. Bret Hart does. That is pronouns, pal. 
he starts talking about Donovan Bailey, how he beat Michael Johnson. And so obviously you wouldn't know about this, but I certainly remembered this back in the late 90s. So uh, here's a little uh, bit of a knowledge I'm going to throw down on you right now. Donovan Bailey was a Canadian sprinter who at the 1996 Atlanta Olympics became the world's fastest man. He ran a 100-meter dash of 9.84 seconds, fastest ever. Uh, so we literally had a Canadian guy who was the fastest man in the world. And oh. and Donovan Bailey was very popular and was a gigantic celebrity in Canada and North America at the time because of winning that gold Did not medal. Know about, I've never known about him. Why would okay. you ever know about sports? Because you don't care about sports. <laughs> uh, but yeah, oh, uh, I was a huge Donovan Bailey fan back then. Me being a Canadian, watching the Olympics, seeing a Canadian guy become the fastest man in the world. Anyways, uh, the former fastest or basically the big American guy at you the time. You know what I did when sports what? was on in the house? <laughs> when sports was on in the house. You flicked I... your bean. Okay. Fuck off. <laughs> I either did 3D puzzles or just regular puzzles. You know what I did when sports was on in television? I would fucking watch sports because I'm a guy and that's what I do. Michael Johnson was basically the fastest American sprinter at the time. And uh, he was he was America's big guy when it came to track and field. And so uh, after Donovan Bailey won uh, the uh, gold medal at the Olympics, they had a primetime special on television, and it was who's the fastest man in the world. It was Donovan Bailey versus Michael Johnson, and they, had, they built it all up, and it was this big race, and whoever won between the two is going to be the world's fastest man. The race started, and fucking that Michael Johnson American guy, he pulled up lame. He, like, had this fucking knee injury. He pulled up because he was a fucking chicken and didn't want to lose to the Canadian. Oh, my God. So Donovan Bailey won. And even after the race, they interviewed Donovan Bailey, and he's like, yeah, he pulled up. He's a fucking chicken. Fuck this guy, right? And we all love Donovan Bailey in Canada. So that's why Bret Hart mentioned Donovan Bailey because obviously he was a hero to many myself included as a young Canadian kid so Donovan Bailey 9.84 seconds the best sprinter there is the best sprinter there was and the best sprinter there ever will be and Michael Johnson you know it the doctors are saying that Bret Hart cannot <laughs> under I knew it any circumstance I knew it. Wrestle at King of the Ring. I knew it was going to be tough already. <laughs> I was like, how is he doing this at all? And then it gets re-injured. I'm like, there's no fucking way. So <laughs> happens when Stone Cold Steve Austin's involved. He just goes right after the fucking knee But again. even if it did happen, I doubt he would have won. Or at least one in 10 minutes. Yeah. There's no fucking way he's going to beat Shawn Michaels in less than 10 minutes. With every member of the Hart Foundation handcuffed at ringside? Fuck no. It's not fucking happening, dude. So we get Austin and HBK. And we got fucking the uh, heartbreak rattlesnakes here. <laughs> including Stone Cold. Austin. Austin. And HBK here, and they're on the Titan Tron. And they really do remind me of a Dan and Keith Scott or a Lucas and Nathan Scott. They're literally bickering brothers here. <laughs> Just keep going on back and forth at each other. I'm the captain of the team. No, I'm the captain of the team. No, I saved your ass. No, I saved your ass. No, I got your back. No, I don't got your back. Back and forth, up and down. These guys just can't fucking get along. And they're the tag team champions It's really now. funny, though, to watch them. <laughs> it's hilarious. It's so good. These are two of the best guys you have on the roster as tag team champions, but they cannot work together at all. Yet, 
they're the champs. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty hilarious. But yes, they uh, they have to defend the titles that they won just a week ago against the spiky fucking Dino Bros mm-hmm. later on tonight. But now we realize that originally what was scheduled for King of the Ring was Austin was going to take on Brian Pillman in the original tag team crudge match. But now Brian Pillman says to Austin that, no, I'll take my place or I'll I'll let Shawn Michaels take my place. So Austin is going to fight Shawn Michaels (laughs) at King of the Ring. And then the night after King of the Ring is when Austin and Pillman, basically Pillman gave up his spot for Shawn Michaels so they could duke it out. At King of the Ring. Who wins that match? Austin versus oh, HBK. Lord, this is going to be a mess. Right? Like, what goes on here, dude? Fuck. Who goes over? They're both tag champs. Unreal. I have no idea what's going to happen. I'll need your prediction by the end of no! the episode. Oh, yes. yes. <laughs> and I love how Austin just talks about uh, Brian Pillman's raspy horse face ass. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> it's always about the ass with Stone Cold Steve Austin. Two weeks ago. Yeah, he likes the booty. He does like the booty. But he likes kicking the booty and whipping the booty, most importantly. <laughs> he likes whipping booty. He likes all whipping right. booty, all right. Uh, a couple weeks ago, Sparky Plug, <laughs> Bob Holly, he beat Owen Hart clean in the middle of the fucking ring, fair and square, and now he's earned himself an Intercontinental title match against him a couple weeks later now. And here we are, and we get the one-on-one match. Oh, I, I still love this is the goaded fucking Bob Holly song. It's hilariously bad. It's so bad, it's good. It's like Limp Bizkit. <laughs> Um, apparently, yeah, they're so bad. They're good. Uh, princess Diana and not that princess Diana, but fucking Diana Hart, British bulldog's wife is in the Mrs. Calgary pageant this Mm. weekend at King of the ring. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think it's the day of King of the ring or the day after the King of the ring. Diana herself could be crowned Mm. Mrs. Calgary. Did you do research to find out if she wins? Oh, I know if she does or not. Oh. But you will have to f- wait and find out for that. Okay. Not much of a match here. Owen dominates, wins by sharpshooter. The end. <laughs> <laughs> we knew that Sparkplug wasn't going to pull that no, out. No, he's not winning no fucking Intercontinental title against a guy like Owen Hart. Not a fucking chance. Although we get another Sunny Search and Soak mission. Ugh, anybody is around. Bitch. Anybody is around. Sunny's definitely going to be soaked. But <laughs> but we get fucking corny jim Cornette. we get the headbangers and we get honky tonk man but luckily sunny has the fucking xp85 triple shot and she fucking soaks them all it sounds like a phone xp80 yeah it kind of does you you got the new fucking xp85 is it like a new flip phone or some shit i got the new xp85 it's got fucking and it runs android when uh sony had phones that were out sony xp85 they were named like (laughs) weird names like that htc and htc desire i used to have an htc i do not desire that phone anymore i think i had an htc9 interesting interesting coming from the phone gal sounds like an xp85 to me Triple H and Goldust are having their 27th match here on Tree Hill Wrestling Federation podcast, or at least it feels oh like God. it's their 27th match. 
honestly, I think it would be at least five or six by this point. Yeah, they, they had, had quite a few. I think three pay-per-view matches and two more Raw matches, I want to say. It feels like more, honestly. Yeah, honestly, it could be. I want to put the number around five or six at least. Minimum. Yeah, minimum five or six. Could be more. And if you count tag matches as well, it's probably closer to ten. Yeah. But yeah, they've been going back and forth for a very long time now. I mean, we are 34 episodes in. Yeah. And like... I would I say like, like 20% of the episodes. Few, no, seen. it feels like more than that. Like it's a lot. Yeah. Maybe closer to 40 or 50% of the yeah. episodes has had gold dust Fuck, and Triple H a lot. in some way, shape or form, basically. So we don't even know how many times they've worked each other, but it's a lot. And they're here again. But fucking Triple H nails China. China tries to hold gold dust, but they fuck up. Mm-hmm. And Triple H accidentally nails China. 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 People think I don't like China. I love China. China. China is the new China, by the way. China. 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 I deal with China. 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 Big league. China. So don't tell me about China. I know China. China. And by the way, I love China. I mean, I love China. How can you not love China? I love China. 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 Fucking stop mutilating yourself, brother, on the Tree Hill Wrestling Federation podcast, damn it. Every listener ever, please tell Aaron, stop mutilating your body by picking and fucking biting at her fucking nails like a four-year-old child. Yeah, I'm shaming you on the podcast, <laughs> the fuck, dude. Bro? Fucking gold dust beats fucking Triple H. Finally... I don't know how many wins he got out of all these matches that they Yeah, had. I don't know. We got to go through Triple H tally. has won pretty much all of them, mm. or they were count out or disqualification finishes. Yeah, that's there's a lot of those. But he gets the big roll up and Marlena and Goldust. You know what's really weird, though, about Goldust here is yet like they've pushed this whole I'm Dustin Runnels now. I'm this real guy with a family, yet he still wears the whole Goldust get up. And it's like Goldust, for the most part, has been a heel his entire run as Goldust but now he's like this family mind yet he hasn't changed his look or anything he's, like that his outfit's gotten darker yeah but why would it get darker like if he's like a face like that he's a family man base. now you think that would lend to more like heelish antics but it's just a little odd that he hasn't that changed he keeps the look his character and he keeps the character the same well, maybe because he feels face. attached to that character yes but it, it's, That's okay. It's interesting. But huh, later in 97, oh, oh boy, we're going to get real interesting with Cold Tust. Real interesting. Oh Heartbreak Rattlesnakes, goddammit! Against uh, Spiky Dynamos here, we finally get fucking Shawn Michaels and Stone Cold up against Hawk and Animal, Legion of Doom. Yeah. LOD get a promo before the match and apparently hawk wants to kick sean michael's teeth down stone cold's throat that's weird how <laughs> it, it's hawk yeah it's hawk that's true <laughs> i was watching bits and pieces our next episode episode 35 will be the king of the ring and i i've watched a few bits next and- episode by the way is gonna be fucking insane Yes. If it's King of the Ring and, and then the and episode that's coming up with episode, One Tree Hill, yes. you're going to be like, what the actual fuck but, is uh, going on But I've here. watched a few bits and pieces of King of the Ring. And yes, Hawk, Animal, and Sid, who are in a six-man tag against the Heart Foundation at King of the Ring that we know about now. 
uh, they have a promo segment before the match. And it's fucking gold. Is this going to have to be on TikTok? It is fucking gold, uh, dude. Lordy. <laughs> I mean, just throw out fucking Hawk and Sid together and watch the fucking fireworks yeah, cause happen. Yeah, the other dude, he doesn't really do, say much. Animal does, but he just kind of shouts and he's kind of nothing. But Hawk is just crazy. He's fucking insane. Like, you always remember what he says because it's so outlandish. Why would anyone say this? But it's almost endearing. He's hilarious, right? Yeah. But he's fucking nuts. He's fucking <laughs> insane. Uh, Heart Foundation, obviously, they come down to the ring. Uh, but it seems like us old Steve and Sean here, they're uh, teaming pretty well together, trying yeah. to hold on to those tag team titles. But uh, funnily enough, Austin, you know, he's a face now, yet he still cheats like he's a heel. But everybody just kind of turns a blind eye because he's Stone Cold Steve Austin, right? Again, he hasn't really changed anything about his character. He's just changed his opponents. So people love him, right? Mm. Before he was fighting guys that were faces. And so that, by rights, makes him a heel. But now that he's fighting the Heart Foundation, who are heels, he's just a face. Still low blows people. Still cheap shots people. Still hits people with belts and chairs and breaks knees. But yet, he's a face. Which I love. I think it's hilarious that he <laughs> didn't. He just retained who he was. They just changed his opponents. Yeah, that's fair. great. I love it. Belt shot only gets a two, but of course we get to the outside of the ring, and Sean and Steve are trying to fight off the Heart Foundation, but then they they kind of nail each other again, and they start fucking bickering and fighting again oh, on the outside. Austin's pulling hair. Shawn Michaels is pulling tights. And we get a count out because while they're busy fighting each other, they get fucking counted out. They pull the bulldog and Owen and get counted out to save their title. Oh, God. So LOD, they get shit. They win the match, but they don't win the titles. Mankind, part three of our backstage behind the scenes interview from Jim Ross. We go over Cactus Jack in this interview. Mm-hmm. And Cactus Jack was Mankind's former persona in Japan and in ECW and in WCW, who was the extreme wrestler, the hardcore barbed wire, thumbtacks, C4 explosive matches that he had in Japan. No shit, dude. Jesus Explosion fuck. matches, man. How's this illegal? Japan is fucking crazy for wrestling, especially hardcore wrestling. Light tubes fucking uh oh yeah rat traps fucking you name it they got it thumbtacks anything man so he had crazy hardcore match like you saw in this interview where he had matches where the ring ropes were literally barbed wire that ain't fucking working barbed wire dude that shoot barbed wire so you whip a guy into the ropes and he just fucking cuts up so goddamn back god no i could never watch that that's legit i could never because i have a weak stomach (laughs) as it is God yeah, damn. no thanks. But yeah, he was all about mutilating his fucking body for cheers. But now he's in the WWF, and yet he hasn't. He's taken some crazy bumps so far. But I think his craziest bumps are yet to be determined. Mm. How do you feel about mankind? Because he's facing Savio in a quarterfinal matchup for King of the Ring here, 
and he's taking out he's taking on the, he's taking on the nation here dude so how do you feel about mankind are you starting is he starting to win you over a little bit with these promos he's winning me over if he beats these motherfucking nation bitches and that's exactly what he does jerry the king lawler comes out on commentary because he has the winner of this match and when mankind came out man he got a pretty decent pop from the crowd they were pretty stoked to see him they're definitely into these backstage vignettes for him and of course your favorite part of the match mankind's on the outside pulls fucking king off commentary <laughs> ragdolls him and uh, he gets back in the ring and much like a few weeks ago when Savio accidentally in quotations nails Crush, Crush returns the favor and heart punches fucking Savio, which mm. leads to the Mick Foley win, the one, two, three. And he moves on to the semifinals of the King of the Ring tournament against Jerry the King Lawler. So not only has Mankind have these backstage vignettes that paints him as a babyface now, not only has he grabbed and destroyed Jerry the King Lawler on commentary, now he has beaten a member of the nation of domination how much do you like mankind now he's, he's getting up there he's winning you over and honestly back he's then he's getting some brownie points right now he's winning a lot of people over. he can kick fucking pervy king's ass well he's got the match at king of the ring so basically it sets up right now it's ahmed versus triple h in a semi-final matchup and it's mankind and king and whoever wins those two matches face off in each uh, face off each other face off in each other face off in each other i guess yeah if they want to face off in each other much like uh, uh nicholas cage and john travolta in the movie face off uh they will have the amazing and ultimate face-off of the king of the ring finals matchup so out of these four participants ahmed versus trips who you got oh i love thonganator but i don't think he would actually win against his prince really this prince has fucking china that's true and then on the other side, King versus Mankind. Okay, Mankind is fucking yeah. denominating. So you have Mankind denominating, and- dominating, dominating, or wow. denominating. He could don- denominate as well. Who knows? Who fucking knows? But in the finals, though, so that would paint Triple H versus Mankind in oh, the King I of the Ring no finals. Who do you got there? Oh. Man, that's a tough call. Again, Diz Prince has China. He does. And he's going to use her to his advantage as much as he can. Sure. Mankind's also the new baby face now. So you think they want to give him that win? Yeah. Hard to say. I don't know. Hard to say. I guess we'll find out in the next episode of Tree Hill Wrestling Federation podcast. It's funny. At the end of this match, Crush and Savio pushing each other around, actually fighting now. Uh And the last time this happened, Fruit came down and he laid those bitches in line with his whip. But this time, Farouk comes out and he's like, fuck this. And he just walks right back Done out. Their shit. So could this? Honestly, we talked about how the abolition of the nation of domination could have happened when Ahmed beat all three of them in one night at the last pay-per-view. But obviously that didn't happen. But now, could they just be imploding within? JC Ice and Wolfie D, they're gone. Mm-hmm. Crush and Savvy are fighting each other. Farouk's done with their shit. It's literally down to just Farouk and fucking D'Lo Brown now. Could be. Hmm. So we only have two members of the nation? Could be. We don't know for sure. Right? Yeah. Hard to say, right? But yeah, it looks like he's getting pretty done with their bullshit. He's pretty done with the shit and the dissension in the fucking NOD. And finally, we hit Psycho Sid. Stupid Sid. Stupid Psycho Sid, who we love to see back here 
against The Undertaker in a non-title match. Funnily enough, here's a little uh, inside baseball here for you, a little bit of behind-the-scenes shit with Psycho Sid. Reason why... Uh, he didn't really show up much after WrestleMania before Because he here. shit his pants? No, he did shit his <laughs> pants. <laughs> Not at WrestleMania, though, apparently. But he is, uh, or he has quite the penchant to be a great softball player. Mm. That's why I called it inside baseball, because he is a softball player. So anytime uh, softball season came up, Sid just kind of disappeared and went and played softball. So. Okay. He was, uh, yeah. He has he, other priorities. He's got That's other fine. priorities, so he wasn't really around as much. But it's hilarious to me that when Sid came out and he came to the ring, and you know, the Sid fucking sparklers in his name and shit, Jim Ross on commentary literally says, Sid has the sweetest softball swing in the World Wrestling Federation. Now, at this time, Jim Ross is not just a commentator. He's also the head of talent relations in the company. Mm. So basically, like, the guys who they bring in, the guys who they get rid of, and basically the day-to-day relations of all the wrestlers, that is on Jim Ross. Interesting. It's a very high-standing position in the company. He's not just a commentator. Much like Vince McMahon, who is apparently just a commentator. We all know he's the fucking owner. He runs everything. Mm -hmm. But Jim Ross has a high-standing position as well. Hmm. And he knows the inside baseball when it comes to sweet softball-swinging psycho Sid. And that was a lot of S's, dude. Wow. (laughs) Sid fucking chokeslams Undertaker, but only gets a close two. Undertaker turns it around, though. He gives the fucking... Tombstone pile driver. That's right, brother. And he gets. Aren't you so proud of me? So proud of you. You went from literally not knowing barely any wrestlers to oh yeah, Undertaker's finishing move is the Tombstone pile driver to be Psycho Sid on Monday Night Raw in 1997 mm-hmm. with it, and then the Nation of Domination came out and they beat the shit out of everyone, and they got the whips and they started. That's you, dude. Mm-hmm. That's you, dude. We came from earlier this year. The beginning of the year, January and February, to you not knowing a lick of pretty much anything about wrestling, to knowing seven to eight months of television in I the knew Attitude Era. Who Hulk the Rock Hogan is. was? I know who The Rock was. Stone Cold. I know Stone Cold Steve Austin. I know John Cena. Rey Mysterio. Yeah, kind of. Um, Aiden English. <laughs> I'd rather not, but yes. Yes. But you knew a few wrestlers. A few. But now, like now you know the whole roster, dude. If I were to name a wrestler, you know exactly who he is. Doug Vernis and Philip LaFon. <laughs> Pokeball bros. Headbangers. Hardcore Fox. Ahmed Johnson. Thonginator. Farouk. <sighs> Fucking nation motherfucking <laughs> bitch. Savio and Crush. Other nation bitches, forehead tattoo nation bitch, and, and rip, rip sleeves, sleeves nation no bitch. No longer rip sleeves nation bitch. Paul Bear. No longer a white piece of dog shit, just, just piece of dog shit. Just a piece of dog shit. The Undertaker. Ah, uh-huh, the Undertaker. Stone Cold Steve Austin. Me. <laughs> Literally you. The Heartbreak Kid, Shawn Michaels. He's prom king. He is. And the best there is. Bitch heart. Bitch heart. Yeah. Tassel boots. Tassel boots. British bulldog. Owen Hart. Jim the Animal Nightheart. Mm. Brian Pillman. Aldo Montoya. Bob Holly. I called him Aldo like shoes. (laughs) See, you even know like. 
two episode jobbers from 1997, dude. Look at your wrestling knowledge now, man. I'm so fucking proud of you. So Does this make you love me you. so much? More? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, you just won so many points in my heart. Not that you haven't won a million points in my heart already, but this just makes it twofold. Holy huh. shit, dude. Like, so now I'm really sealing on the deal on this whole possibly actually getting married for real one day. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> uh, you were anyway, but still, this is just like the absolute running it over the goal line. This is it. She's a fucking wrestling fan now. Dude, what did you give this episode? It wasn't bad. Sid was back. Four. Four on the money. Mm-hmm. Nice job. I like it. Sid's back. Sid's back. And he's got a match at King of the Ring, too. Yeah. Amazing. Plus, watching Prom King and Stone Cold <laughs> with spiky dino pros was fucking like yeah. so funny. Ahmed was there. Bulldog was there. Mm-hmm. Fuck, we got all the hits. Yeah, but Bulldog didn't do anything. Not really. He just kind of did a promo segment. That was about it. Yeah. Yeah. But yes, no fucking 10-minute match with Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart at King of the Ring. Now we get Stone Cold versus Shawn Michaels, Undertaker versus Farouk, the six-man tag, the Legion of Sid, or uh, a Psycho Legion, whatever you want to call it, uh, against the Hart Foundation. And we get the King of the Ring tournament as well. So it's shaping up to be a pretty decent pay-per-view, and I am so proud of you for how far you've come as a fucking wrestling fan but i'm sure you are very proud of me of how far i've come as a one tree hill fanatic what do we call the um tree hill fans the tree hillites the ravens the ravens i'm officially a full-blown tree hill raven fuck yeah you are yeah so we're here at episode 34 that's season two episode 12 and now we are at the official between order and randomness. Between New World Order for no. life, brother. So we're at the official halfway point of season. Duh. Mm-hmm. Me. We are. Dos. You're weird. Utwe. You're weird. Two. Karen is packing Luke's shit. Yeah. Including his alarm clock. She doesn't want him to live comfortably under her roof if he's not going to take this fucking HCM test. Yeah, so she's just fucking uh, making him live in fucking uh, Kroplakistan or wherever the fuck it is. Oh, my God. Like, literally packing all of his stuff in boxes. Yes. Pretty funny. Yeah. Even his clean underwear, apparently. Apparently. (laughs) It's like a prison in Bosnia or somewhere. Oh, my God. Uh, Brooke... Needs to get a job. Well, she's, she's got to pay her car insurance. She's broke-ass Brooke. She's the bab, and she needs a fucking job. And where does she go to get this fucking job? She goes to Crab Shack Carl. Here's the thing. <laughs> Here's the thing. Okay. Brooke goes to this fucking asshole for a job. What about, you know, her ex-boyfriend's mom's business? You know, Karen's Cafe. Yeah, I mean, fucking MFM got a job at Trek, right? I'm pretty sure that Brooke would be able to get a better paying job and with someone she actually knows. 
No, uh, the whole crux of this is that she could not get a job anywhere else. She sent out tons of resumes, but nobody wanted her because she doesn't have any experience. She, she's so young. Oh, hold on, brother. Uh, but in that attempt to get hired, Karen straight up said, no, I don't want you at the fucking cafe. Oh, and God. now she is out on her ass and she has to fucking find a job. So she hits up fucking CSC or Crab Shack Carl. Carl's Crab Shack. Yep. And here's the thing. He gives her the job. Yep. But not it's as a, a PR job. Yeah, it's not a serving job. It's not a hosting job. It's not even what I thought it would be was a dishwashing job. It's PR job, meaning she has to dress up as a crab and hold a sign that says, I got crabs at Carl's Crab Shack. <laughs> <laughs> that is the most humiliating thing. But you know what? She wears that shit. I must give her that. I give her credit. She wore it pretty good. She did. But uh, the ongoing joke. She looks in, good in red. The ongoing joke in the episode of, ah, come get crabs at Carl's Crab Shack. Which, honestly, most of Tree Hill probably has crabs anyway. But wow. in this job search, I, I realized, oh, how could she have not gotten a job at McDonald's or fucking somewhere else, you know, before this fucking Crab Shack shit? But I remembered, there's 47 people in Tree Hill. Oh, my God. So there's probably only about four jobs she'd apply to, and three of them said no. So she had to get the job at Crab Shack Carl's. Wow. But there probably is no McDonald's in Tree Hill either. Yeah, we never see one. Exactly. means it doesn't exist. Uh, Lucas calls out Dan on his shit. When it comes to yeah. Jules and Keith. Well, he knows now. Yeah. Because he uh, cross-examined Jules to find out all the goings-on about her and Keith. And now he's calling fucking Dan out on his shit. But he is the only one that knows about mm-hmm. this besides Dan. Yeah. And now Dan is pulling his bullshit and being like, oh, we broke the deal off. Like, yeah, she's of actually in love with him. Yeah. So, so that's, that's long <sighs> gone and whatever. We know it's not fucking long, long gone at all. Dan. Yes. <sighs> so. Oh, boy. Stand back. There's a hurricane coming through. Hurricane fucking Taylor, brother, mm-hmm. making her presence fucking known here on Tree Hill Wrestling Federation podcast. So stand back because there's a Hurricane Taylor coming through. So, yeah, they're talking about no secrets. They don't want to have any secrets between mm-hmm. any of them. Interesting. But here's the thing. There's a, quite a few secrets going on oh, right now. There's lots of secrets going on, dude. So I love how they're like, no secrets. We just want to work things out. And it's nothing but secrets. Fuck. (laughs) Andy has to stay at Karen's. His floors are getting redone. So he wants to redo Karen's floors. That's what he wants to do, dude. Oh, boy. Yes. But Lucas walks in the room and is like oh hey Andy while you're staying here if you need anything clean underwear anything go to the garage it's in the garage yes (sighs) Brooke gets her fucking paycheck although why would you get your paycheck after like one day who gets their fucking paycheck? Well, he after paid one them day? cash. 
Oh, okay. So it's kind of under the table kind of deal. So she got, what, $15 for six hours? Holy shit, dude. And they also, so Carl also deducts the cleaning fee <laughs> and rental for her uniform. Yeah. Uh, with TELUS, we get paid an extra $2 on our paychecks for cleaning our uniforms. So this, she basically got paid like... We should get a raise on that inflation, bro. Yeah, dude. But she basically got paid like just over $2 to fucking do this job for six hours per hour. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, what Poor the girl. fuck, dude? Poor girl. Oh, my God. And she's like, this is bullshit. We should be getting paid hazard pay because the like outfits too, like... <laughs> That's not. It's <laughs> not good, and uh, yeah, she's kind of saying to the other girls too, like this is bullshit, and they're like, we don't want to. Yeah, we don't want to lose her fucking job because I got kids, bro. Yeah, I got seven kids. You gotta pay their bills. That's right, Dan. Oh no. <laughs> invites of course he does Keith and Jules of course he fucks to assert his fucking dominance over for dinner that's what he's doing it for to assert his fucking dominance over his brother this guy's such a fucking dick oh man but man like I said last episode fuck do I ever respect the hustle man he just throws it in everyone's face at all times I'm a dick and you fucking deal with it that's Dan at least he knows who he is. At least he doesn't deny it. <laughs> just wait to like <laughs> fuck it. Just get you're gonna get to the point oh. where you're like, are you fucking kidding me? You know what though? Guy? I I can't get enough of this dude. Like he's literally my favorite character in the show. You would, <laughs> yes, dude. He's the <laughs> ultimate. Sakes, dude. He's the ultimate heel. Like I said, respect the hustle, dude. <laughs> Wow. Most of these people in fucking Tree Hill are dicks anyway, so whatever. I love how my Android rep was like, oh my God, you don't like Bret Hart? Like, oh, what the yeah, fuck? What the fuck's wrong and with now, you? like, the amount of people that are, like, listening to this, they're Tree Hill, like, yeah. fans. Yeah, yeah. They're probably going to be like, oh, Sean likes Dan. Color me fucking Dan Scott fanatic, brother. Bro. He's the best character in the show. Bro. Yeah. <laughs> Wow. He has the best arc as well, too. He has the uh, the most interesting characteristics. There's so much about him. He's just a very, has a lot of depth to his character. It's not just so much of how much of a heel he is. There's a ton of depth there. You know, there's so much going on with him as opposed to a lot of the other ones. Like, Lucas is just lame as fuck, you know? Wow. And, you know, a bunch of other characters. I understand the roads are kind of going down. Keith is the lovable loser and... You know, but Dan's just like, there's so much there that you can work with. Mm. Fucking Stan Dan, brother. No. (laughs) Anyways, Haley emails Chris Keller. But she gets a phone call while she's sending or typing out this email. And it's Nathan on the phone. And he's asking, oh, what are you doing? And she's like, oh, I'm thinking about you and hit send on the email hey amazon prime get your shit together fucking nathan called Haley in this instant and it said chris on the phone hey <laughs> Haley, how are you it's nathan and it's like 
Ah, oh, fuck sakes, Amazon Prime. How much fucking money do you have? Can't you pay these fucking, you know, also, typographers some fucking money so they could actually do the subtitles correctly? Also, Amazon Prime, just so you know, I pay for Prime. Why do I have to see advertisements? For Prime. We pay for it. We already have it. <laughs> it's like WWE Network showing fucking uh, ads for WWE. It's like, yeah, I get it. I fucking pay $15 a month for this. I understand. You want me to watch the network. I am watching it, and now you're telling me to watch it more. <laughs> and that's exactly what I do. Uh, I mean, they're advertising other shows they have, but like. Still, dude. What the fuck? Get over your shit, I would man. just want to watch Wondery Hill, bro. That makes no sense to me. <laughs> Anyway, back uh, at the Broken Skull Ranch. <laughs> Anna tells Luke about the Peyton kiss. Can we just skip past every Anna scene? No, this one's funny. Well, it's actually pretty good because like Lucas is totally... I mean, first it was like the hot fudge Sunday fucking threesome with Peyton and Brooke. Now it's like the fucking... He's picturing the lesbian pollen between fucking Peyton and Anna. And he's totally into that. He's he, like... He's such a guy. I'm picturing it. And she's like, oh my God. But Anna just grosses me out. So I don't think I'd be into that. And fuck Anna. And every time I see Anna on the screen, I'm going to say, fuck you, Anna. Get off my screen. He literally says, fuck you, Anna. Fuck every you, time. Anna. Get off my screen. He doesn't say, fuck you, Felix, every time, though. You know what, though? Don't tell me Luke or Felix is growing on you. No, no, no. Okay, I'll good. never like Felix. He's a piece of shit, too. But I think just because, like, for a while there, Felix was on the screen so much more than Anna. I'd be saying, fuck you, Felix, literally 75% of the episode. So I don't have that much energy in me. So I'm just going to say it for Anna. Fuck you, Felix is just always it's a rhetorical thing mm-hmm. it's just one of those things where you know you you know it it should be there and it's a known thing but uh. i don't have to say it every time with anna i do because i hate her guts okay taylor threatens stand back threatens nathan that she's gonna tell Haley about taking his v-card yeah oh deflowering the varsity athlete and I think at this point, he's just like, it's probably better if I just tell her myself. Just get ahead of it. Legit. Like, yeah. that's Why not? the worst thing he could do is like try and keep it a secret and she finds out from someone else. Sure. Fair enough. That would be way worse. So, so if he just gets ahead of it and tells her straight up right away. And honestly, I feel she doesn't really have any basis to be angry about it. Because sure, it's her sister. But... It he was, didn't know Haley. He didn't know Haley. He, she wasn't in his world or had anything to do with him at the time. He didn't know she exist, existed. Yeah. It's one of those things. It's it's long since... Uh, I don't want to go there. Go ahead, brother. What? No. Hey, go on. Go nope. Let's no. go there. No, Let's no, go there. I can't go there. Let's go there. No, I'm not Let's going there. Let's go there. there. No. Let's do no. it. No. <laughs> Come not on. Continue. Don't be a pussy. No. <laughs> Don't be a pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Compare, okay. I'll let you connect the dots. Uh, Compare it to our lives and how that would work. Connect the dots. Mm. That would be basically like if your sister took my virginity <laughs> before I met you. <laughs> my f- sister is seven years younger than me. Exactly. So. That would be weird. Eggs. That's why I didn't want to go there, brother. So 
I know whose interests are best at heart. So shut the fuck up. And when I say we're not going there, that means we're not fucking going there, dude. That'd be really crazy. Just shut up and continue with the episode. <laughs> it's fun going there, though. Um, Felix sees Brooke at work, and he's being a bit of a dick about it. Yeah. Trying to take pictures of her. Yeah, and she's like, pictures stop. In the fucking crab like, outfit. She's not like, feeling good about herself in this situation. And she probably has crabs anyways. And Felix probably does too. Oh my God, Sean. Come on. Seriously. You, did you just first name me? Yes, I did. What the fuck's wrong with you? <laughs> yeah. It's, she's just like, please leave me the fuck alone at this point. But then Carl comes out and he's like, stop flirting stop with Stop fraternizing the with the fucking uh, help. <sighs> and here's the thing like that's her own boyfriend like fuck off and she hasn't had a break yet and now he's saying legally he or to him he doesn't have to give her a break this is literally like child labor laws here she's a fucking minor so yeah. obviously this dude is breaking all sorts of fucking rules and that's the thing is she's like there's gotta be something that gotta we be can something do there. and she's talking to the other girls in the locker room and they're like locker room Oh, There's a locker off. room in a fucking restaurant, a crab shack. For the employees, yeah. Um, what, a break room? Break room, whatever. Locker room? <laughs> this isn't a gym, dude. I want to wrestling at this point. All okay. right, dude. <laughs> Fuck off. Um, so, Call it a fucking break room, a locker. You do watch well, a lot Well, they have lockers. Yeah, but it's not a locker room. Fuck off. Dude, that's a wrestler's app, dude. And yeah, you watch a lot of wrestling now. You watch at least one or two episodes every week. So she's talking to these girls and she's like, no, if I could find something that we could do that he legally couldn't fire us for like this stuff, like find out our rights, then let's do it. Like, I want to go in on this. And they're like, yeah, like I'm down. Because they want to get paid more. They don't want to be treated like shit. Yeah, exactly. But they still need their jobs. Fair enough. Uh, Lucas here. Oh, man. He goes after Keith because he knows about Deb now. Because Dan told him about fucking Deb. And now, obviously, Lucas thinks that Dan's lying about it. But right away, Dan's like, I don't fucking go ask Keith about it then. And he does ask Keith about it then. And Keith gets pretty bashful about it. He does. Yeah, he does a lot of backtracking, does a lot of reflecting, saying that it was not a good decision. But honestly, if I ever got to sleep with Barbara Allen Woods, that would always be a great decision. Wow. (sighs) Yeah. Nathan confesses to Haley. Takes Haley aside. Was it at the cafe or was it at a restaurant or something where he told her? It was at the cafe. I think it was at the cafe. I want to say it was at the cafe. That's kind of an awkward thing to talk about at right, but I guess because work. like you know Hurricane Taylor's at home, yeah, so they don't true. really want to do it there. So it's but understandable. Like, it's a public place. Yeah, you're in a fucking like coffee shop, and like you over here is like, uh, uh, your sister took my virginity. <laughs> <laughs> like what the fuck? Come on, Nathan. <laughs> this is a Jerry, Jerry Springer shit up in here. <laughs> and she's clearly like, oh, she's hurt. She's she's upset hurt by uh, this. Upset, yes. For sure. Which, yeah, I get it. I guess. Yeah, but again, like, okay, I I feel she's valid in how she should be upset about that happening, but I don't feel she could be mad at Nathan because, again, 
there was no involvement. They didn't even know each other. They didn't even yeah. know each other existed. They weren't even on the same plane at all. They weren't in life. on each other's radar. Nothing. No. So yeah, I get it. Like I get how she could be upset in the moment finding that out and but feeling she can't be hurt. Mad at him about but it. yeah, like, it's just an unfortunate coincidence. Yes. <laughs> Highly, highly little quinky dink. Little highly unfortunate quinky dink. I fucked your sister before I knew you. Oh god. Fuck me, dude. Taylor is on the laptop. Haley and Nathan's laptop. Yes. And what is it with this fucking laptop, dude? Like this the is porn, a porn. Like the porn thing. The, uh, and the music. fucking the music and the fucking instant messaging and these emails and fucking all this, dude. This l- fucking laptop has not been good for Haley and Nathan's relationship. No, they need separate at laptops. At all. They need two <laughs> laptops. If any couple needs two laptops, it's this fucking couple. We dude. share a laptop. We share a laptop. We don't have secrets. No. We don't have secrets. Only, I know only, your password. And the only secret you know I mine. have. Yeah, exactly. And the only secret I have <laughs> is the Undertaker secret. Oh, my God. <laughs> and you don't know that, dude. But I can't tell you that shit. You got to find that out on your own. So Taylor is on... I am, and there's a message from Chris. Was it MSM Messenger? I think it's AOL or whatever. AOL chat. I don't know. Whatever. Um, Taylor messages Chris as if she's Haley. She's Tudor girl. Tudor girl. That's <laughs> pretty funny. Um, and what was Chris's screen name? It was Hell in Keller. Hell in Keller. Wow. That is actually quite funny. Wow. Go Chris. I don't like Chris at all, but that's pretty fucking clever and hilarious. So, yeah, she sends this message like, oh, I miss you. Like, whatever. Like, she's totally egging this whole thing on. Totally, yeah. So, yeah, she's not doing any favors for Haley, I tell you that She really is a fucking hurricane. She's fucking Hurricane Taylor, man. Stand back. Uh, so as we alluded to earlier, Brooke kind of in, in the locker room, <laughs> Brooke wants to start this fucking crab union. And funnily enough, a couple of years from where we are now, there's actually a group of wrestlers who form the union. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> and you'll see who that is later on. Does not last very long, but it is hilarious that a group of wrestlers actually form a union and call it the union. But it's not like this union because this is a crab union, dude. So she's looking up all this information and Felix is actually kind of helping Felix her with helping it. Felix is helping her because he found out all this shit about these child labor laws and all yeah. this stuff, this ass backward shit that he's not following. Laws for breaks. Yeah. Laws for all sorts of stuff. Literal labor laws for any kind of job. Yeah. And especially when it comes to a minor like she is. Mm-hmm. So they do some Googling or some ass jeeving <laughs> and uh, they find out a bunch of shit on them. Yeah, she gathers this information to bring to the girls. She and does. There and, we go. And away we go. Yeah. Keith wants to take the HCM test, and he wants to take it with Luke. Yeah, and he's been scared to do it. He doesn't really want to know either, but he understands that he's got to do it, and he also wants to do it because Jules wants him MFM to do it. MFM the whole time has begged him basically to do it and so he's not doing it for himself he's doing it for her so he reiterates that to lucas saying don't do it for yourself do it for your mom why do you think you look like a fucking prison in turkey right now (laughs) and even andy makes a point of saying like wow i've seen prisons that are that are more plush than this this. (laughs) right and like prisons in like 
pretty crazy countries too yeah, like where said, turkey bosnia the prisons are not comfortable yeah. at oh, all oh yes <laughs> so you know he he's just gotta fucking do it dude yeah Haley, you know nathan comes home Haley comes home they're very apologetic towards each other yeah but Haley still hasn't told nathan about any of this chris shit no the she kiss, has not the fucking uh bus ticket the, or train ticket, uh, the fucking uh, instant messaging, fucking all this shit, emails, what's your name? So fucking, she's honestly just trying to score some brownie points, I think, here, unfortunately. So it's, yes, she's apologetic, but still she's stuck in a rock in a hard place because she has mm-hmm. to let him know about this stuff. Obviously, if she ever fucking tells Nathan or Nathan ever finds out that they actually quit, kissed and fucking twice. Mm-hmm. Oh, dude, that's not good shit, dude. That's mm-hmm. not good at all. It's gonna be a world to hurt. It is. Oh, <laughs> uh, Nathan actually makes the quip though that uh, he went through uh, Haley's family album, and no, I did not sleep with any of your other sisters. <laughs> there were two other sisters, <laughs> right? Uh, Keith and Jules are going into this dinner. And Dan is a fucking ass. Oh, the dinner. The fucking Keith, Jules, Dan, Deb dinner. So Jules looks at, they're eating dinner and Jules looks at Deb and is like, Deb, this chicken is fantastic. And Deb's like, oh, Dan Uh, made it. it. And she starts choking, like (laughs) coughing, trying to like spit it out. Dude, thinking it maybe is poisoned. Dan, okay, this is the most typical fucking Dan dinner ever. He invites his arch nemesis and now the love of his life over for dinner that he has paid to come into Keith's life to completely fuck him over. But then she falls in love with him while she's doing it, but she needs to pay medical bills for her family. So Dan employs her to love Keith, but she actually loves it's so convoluted. <laughs> you know, I just have to try to explain it. I'm having issue trying yeah, to explain. But this is such a Dan fucking thing to do. He so pushes the envelope. This fucking guy. My notes literally right here. This guy exclamation point. Again, respect the hustle. Toast. He wants to toast to honesty. (laughs) This guy. And even Deb's looking at him and like rolling her eyes. (laughs) Him toasting to honesty is like Peyton toasting to not being a cokehead. Oh, my God. <laughs> she did it once, bro. She's cokehead. Although we did not get much of Peyton in this episode. No. Did we, we got, get any Peyton no, in this episode? No, we got no Peyton. Did we not Other have... Than- one scene? No, because she's currently out with oh, Jake. That's right. She's with Jake getting Jenny. Jenny. Double yeah. J. Ha <laughs> ha. Getting double J. Ha <laughs> ha. Wow. Jeez, bro. So yeah, the only th- mention we really had of Peyton was there the Anna, now. right? Um, sure, kissing. Yeah, Peyton. yeah. I totally forgot that we didn't even get Anna, our uh, Peyton in this episode. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, Luke and Anna were. Fuck hanging you, out. Anna. Oh my god. I hope you have HCM and die. So she says to Luke that he should do the HCM test, and the thing that she kind of says is think of it as you like you're doing it for your mom or you're doing it for your kid like anything like she's like if it was your mom that had to do this test would you want her to do it 
And he's like, well, yeah, I'd want my mom to be healthy. And she's like, fucking exactly. We want you to be healthy and alive. And, you know. Fuck you, Anna. Uh, Maria fucking Menudo, she's not in a good way here because no. uh, it's just not. <laughs> it's it's not going well for her because, again, she's stuck in a real rock and a hard place in between Dan and Keith and not knowing what to say to Keith that she wanted to tell him. Now fucking Lucas knows. Dan's got her by the fucking balls, right? Because she needs to pay these medical bills. and oh, It's, it's just so much going Poor on. Girl. As much as you know, I, I like this storyline, it is very convoluted unfortunately a lot going on here just you wait god damn it dude just you fucking wait taylor apologizes to Haley. sorry i slept with your husband dude and you know they have a good heart to heart and taylor's always like i feel like i'm the little sister because you're so smart and you're so mature even though you are the younger sister like you really got your shit together and i don't so it's actually a sweet moment between the tramp stamp sisters yeah taylor has her tramp stamp and it's a scorpion and she says that like she has this whole thing about what scorpions do and like they sting when themselves they're in a situation like with a fire, they sting themselves to death so that they don't get like feel the pain of the fire. And Haley's like, actually, that's a myth. And she's like, that's uh, not that's in my pretty life, real though. for me. Like, that's what I do is once things start to get rough for me, I make it worse for myself. Ugh. Terrible. Yeah. But yeah, they kind of have a little moment. Little sister moment. Yep. Sweet. Oh my oh, god! No, dude, no. Like I said, no. It's just gonna get worse. Oh, Jules and Keith, no, are engaged. No, bro. I mean, sure, I don't want to bang MFM for the rest of my life, but fuck, dude, you have no idea what you're getting yourself into here, man. Fuck. Oh. Oh, what have they been together? Like two months, maybe something like that. Fuck, dude. What if I asked you to marry me after like two months? I would have thought you were literally insane. Exactly. What the fuck, dude? But I don't think anybody paid you to actually fall in love with me. No. That <laughs> just least, happened, At least dude. I think. That just happened. <laughs> at least I think no one paid you for it. Who knows? I'll never tell. <laughs> yeah, you don't have money. It's okay. <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> oh, my God. Brooke gets the crabs all raises. Brooke. And breaks. Brooke gets crabs. Rights. Wow. (laughs) That was quite the pause. So she does all this work. She at first Carl is like, no, I'm not giving you anything. You're all fired. And then she's like, girls, and they have like all these signs and they're going to pick it if he... You know. Yeah, because he doesn't use the proper fucking. He doesn't. He, he doesn't uses uh, imitation crab. He uses imitation crab. Bits. He doesn't fly it in from Alaska every single it's day. Frozen. It's fucking frozen, trucked in from New Jersey. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe yeah. Tony Soprano trucks it in from every day. Oh my god, so it looks like a gangster. 
So the thing is, too, is they're doing all of this in the middle of the actual restaurant. Yeah, so itself. people hear what's going on and they're like, oh my God, you don't use fucking uh, actual real crab. You don't fly it in fresh from fucking Alaska every single day. You're Alaskan king crab and shit. So I think really, too, because they're doing this in front of people, he's like feeling his whole reputation get tarnished in yeah. the moment. Yeah, of course. And it could only get worse. So he gives them. Yeah, they negotiate raises. He gives them their raises, gives them their breaks, and Brooke quits. <laughs> She's like, it's nice to win one for the little guy, but I'm not into this whole working thing. She got her money to pay for her car insurance, <laughs> apparently. She got the money to pay for, what, for one month? <laughs> like, oh, great, I can pay my car insurance for a month, but I quit my fucking job. So uh, next month, I guess I'll have to go get another fucking job to pay my car insurance something like that what the fuck I is wrong know. with this dumb bitch like seriously like oh, i can pay my car insurance off now okay great one month's worth oh cool good for you you'll have the same problem <laughs> that wouldn't even be a month of car insurance you'll, in canada oh, no. but or BC you'll have the same problem in 30 days when your next payment has to come out but she's stupid as fuck. And yes, she did oh win one God. for the. Yes, she did win one for the little guy. She but did she's something good. Dumb as fuck, because she's gonna have this problem in thirty days again. And don't you think this is gonna lead to maybe I better things care. for Brooke? Fuck her. She's still with Felix. She's an idiot. Fuck her. Okay, interesting. Don't care. Luke and Keith go to get their HCM tests, and Keith asks Luke. To be his best man. And Luke is like, don't you think this is a little quick, man? Like, and he's like, well, I don't know. Since asking your mom to marry me because we weren't ever together. And that totally made sense. <laughs> <laughs> this time I'm asking, at least I'm with this one for the last seven days at the very oh least. <laughs> and it just feels right. I feel like this is my forever person. And little does he know. Ain't going to go down a very good road. How do you know? If it does go down pretty well. It's not going to. <laughs> Dan's involved. That's true. <laughs> so we finally get the end of the episode montage. Basically, before we get to that montage, basically, uh, Lucas is going to be a best man to a wedding that A, never happens, B, happens terribly, or C, happens, and then later on, everything dissolves. One of those three things will happen. Okay. Has to. Okay. Yes, fuck off Anna, fuck off forever Anna, and fuck your fucking montage bullshit. So Anna is on a dating site, and she's trying to decide if she wants to this, try uh, dating men or women or either. Uh, what was... Um what was that dating site that Peyton was on? You know, the one, the uh, fucking, the, oh, the rating fuck. one. You remember that one? Yeah, dude, it was fucking Lust Factor. Lust Factor, Lust yeah. Factor, a 9.8 on the Lust Factor scale. So is this the one that Anna's on? Is it Tinder? Is it Bumble? Is it Grinder? Is it Lust Factor? I don't know what site it was, um, but I don't think it would have been Lust Factor. Lust Factor should be like a 0. 0.0. Wow. Yeah. You really don't like Anna. I fucking can't stand her. I mean, I don't like her too, but for the most part... Not as much as me. For the most part, we're a little past the over-repeating of the word rumors. Shut the We didn't really get it that much this episode, so... Zero on the lost factor. (laughs) 
Taylor is on the laptop again, and Chris is messaging, and she tells him to, like, as Haley, leave me the fuck alone, to stop messaging. I'm in love with Nathan. Yep. Goodbye. Good for her. Yeah. Instead yeah. of fucking things up even more, she does something decent. She actually looks up for her tramp stamp sister. Although, what would be really smart is deleting the messaging history. Yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah, that'd be smart. She's not that smart, though. Yeah. Karen is seen putting Lucas's CDs back on his shelf and unpacking these boxes in his room. And she's relieved because he's gone and actually done the HCM test. Eve. And at first she didn't know. She was just unpacking everything because she's like, you're going to do what you're going to do. Like, I have to trust you. And uh, he says, no, I got the test. I'll nope. find out in I a few went days. to go see fucking Honky Tonk Man and I oh got a fucking done. Brooke and Felix are walking in the hallway and... She signs up to be the student, student body, body president. president. Interesting, hey? Yes, she wants to be student body. Although, like, it feels like she definitely has, like, leadership qualities. Uh -huh. Just because, like, you know, with the whole fucking uh, cheerleading thing, she mm -hmm. brought all that together and made it happen, and she was the leader of that. Yeah. She was the leader of the fucking crabs getting crabs. So, um, so obviously, you know, now she, now we've seen these kind of leadership qualities from her. Now she wants to be a student, bo a student body president. So, you know, obviously she needs to harness and utilize these leadership abilities mm -hmm. and maybe, you know, now, now thinking about this, that's probably the better part of the montage because when you see her write her name down to be nominated, uh, you think about what road does this go down? What mm -hmm. go, what comes next? Well, obviously she has to run for student body president. So I'd like to see her like campaign slogan and campaign ideas. And if she actually wins, like there's a good chance she's probably going to win. Uh, how she I mean, does she's it, the most the way popular she does girl it. in school. Uh, she's the poorest girl in school. Fuck off. <laughs> she just quit her fucking crab, crab job. But, uh, yeah, it's interesting road for her to go down. They're definitely trying to uh, make her a baby face, much mm. like Mankind. They're like these deranged fucking characters. Mm. And now they're getting the old fucking uh, pain of coat of uh, baby face them. Hmm. <sighs> Luke and Dan. Oh, boy. Making a deal. Lucas is making a deal with the devil himself. Mm-hmm. Is it the devil you know or is it the devil you don't know? It's the devil you know, but, you know, Lucas is the only one that really knows about all this fucking MFM shit. Mm -hmm. And so Dan basically says, well, fuck, you keep it secret. I'll keep it secret. And yeah, that's what but we But he's going to want something. He's going to want something. And what that is, I don't know. I know what it is. What would Dan want from Lucas? What is something he would want? I don't know. I don't know. I have no idea. You'll get to find out next episode. Fuck! Bro. <laughs> Goddamn. Dollar sign 3.52. Hmm. 
decent episode it's not too bad uh season two you know yeah definitely not as good as season one uh there was a lot more character uh building in season one for obvious reasons because it's first season that's what they do in first seasons mainly Mm -hmm. but now uh, just the introduction of the two shitty characters has really hurt although i don't mind taylor so much yeah she's decent to look at at least oh my god you're gro- Andy's growing on you. Yeah, Andy's getting better for sure. I'm starting to like him. Yeah. Yeah. And he is a good looking dude. Yeah, he is. And uh, yeah, once Felix and uh, Anna fucking take the long walk off the short pier and hopefully drown to death, uh, it would probably be a lot better. <laughs> I keep telling you season three and season four are elite seasons for this show. El- elite? Oh, fuck like, off. The elite, the, the uh... elite. Super kick party. Wow. Elite. Go away. <laughs> Not everything's about wrestling, dude. Actually, we have to amalgamate everything with wrestling, dude, because that's what makes life worth living, bro. You take everything in your entire life and you equate it to wrestling. You know, I really need it right now to lay in bed and you scratch my back. What do I get out of it? Uh, knowing that you have relieved your wife's itchy back. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Trio Wrestling Federation podcast brothers. And sisters. Thank you. <laughs> Tree Hill at treehillwf.podcast on the Instagrams and the TikToks. And you can also listen to us on all streaming services, including the most important ones like... Podcast, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and iHeartRadio. Just go to podcast.podcast <laughs> and listen for podcasts. Wow. Just, just type in podcast in your Google search bar. You know what? Bar. It's almost midnight and I'm exhausted. <laughs> just type podcast in your Google search bar and I guarantee Tree Hill Wrestling Federation will come up right away. Guarantee it. <laughs> just... Type in Tree Hill Wrestling Federation podcast and it'll come up. If you just type Tree Hill Wrestling, I guarantee it will come up. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> I don't think anybody in the history of their lives ever amalgamated One Tree Hill and wrestling much like we do here at the THWF podcast. Get your fucking stickers. Listen in, subscribe, like, love, and appreciate and enjoy everything that we do because that's what you're supposed to do when you're listening to our podcast. Yeah, geez. But we also like, subscribe, love, appreciate, and enjoy everything that you do for us like listening to this very podcast. So until <laughs> next... You said podcast a lot in the podcast, last Podcast, like, brother? What about podcast? Podcast.podcast, dude. Wow. So until next week when we will review apparently a crazy episode of One Tree Hill and fucking King of the Ring 97, until then, we bid you adieu. And I say bye, bitch. Stand back. There's a hurricane coming through. (laughs) 